Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in small towns. I'm your host, Allison Hassler with Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I'm Russell Williams, Director of Ethos Small Business Incubator and Co-working Spaces here in downtown Marion, Illinois. And we're right here at the Citadel building on Tower Square Plaza. Thank you for joining us. We also want to thank our sponsors for making the Small Town Big Business podcast possible. And that includes Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and our producers at Union Street Arts. And you can join Small Town Big Business wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to know more about the Small Town Big Business podcast or what's happening here in downtown Marion, Illinois, you can contact me, Russell Williams. The email is russell at watermarkethos.org, or you can find us on Facebook at Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. And if you're new to our podcast, welcome and thank you for joining us. We interview successful business owners to see how and why they thrive in small towns. And today we are introducing Jonathan Steinsoltz of Phase 2 Start Developing. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Allison. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Russ. Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. All right. So, Jonathan, tell us about Phase 2 Start Developing. It's kind of an interesting story. Um, phase two, the name comes from it. That's where I've been a manager at my day-to-day job for a long time. Um, it's a body component division for automotive, but the short name of it's called phase two. Okay. And so I've always been over, well, for the last several years, been over phase two. Well, as I begin to think about business opportunities or endeavors, it just kind of made sense as I need to start developing. So phase two of my life. You know, how do I look at something that can sustain me to make my hobbies a little more attainable or my quality of life a little bit better? So it's like, well, phase two is what I do day to day. And I'm ready to get on phase two uh, chapter of trying something different and start developing it. So awesome. Jonathan, talk about what that business is that you've started. So we started a, a partner and I with the idea of you know, kind of like, I guess the proper term would be consulting in mind. And then we started getting around smart people, what you want to do when you're talking about business. And somebody said they were very interested, a young man. And he said, I would be love to start a concession trailer. Mm -hmm. And we got to thinking about it. And right then, you know, we just were going through COVID in a lot of places, there's a lot of stipulations, but we saw some of the restaurants closing down, going to takeout only, different things like that. And we started kicking it around and thought, that's probably pretty lucrative. I've been out on the East Coast. My sister lived out there for many years, go to New York. There's a there's a food truck or concession on every corner, and they do really well. So more we investigated it, we had the right people, the right places, and we had, had talked about it and thought, well, that was a good time. I was working from home a lot so I was able to uh, we went and bought a trailer they were months out in which I thought oh let's go go pick up a trailer buy it go home and start business no that wasn't the case so so the partner and I talked about it thought it was what we wanted to do and invest our time and efforts went out and bought a trailer and began to work on ourselves and built it ourselves so oh wow very interesting so with the pandemic you literally made lemonade out of lemons exactly yeah had you thought of yourself as a business owner before 
No, honestly, I haven't. But but doing what I've done, I've been um, with my company currently for 18 years. Yeah. Uh, been in some form of management, and not to brag, but the more you do it, the more you can see things. You see the lost costs, or you see the money that's out there available, and sometimes when you become well at it and and learning where to drive your focus it becomes kind of easy and i'm like man why am i not doing this why am i i can save someone else a bunch of money or i can make someone else a bunch of money and it's not always about money don't get me wrong but those are kind of the logic you use to say why am i not doing this why am i not taking taking a an investment on myself, you know, smart enough, talented enough, maybe have the resources. Again, I didn't plan to build a food truck. It was, I hope I can buy this and, and get going. And then when I saw the the market was months out, I wanted to start it uh, first job in May. Um, and I was like, if I go to buy a food truck in March, that'll give me plenty of time. And they told me they couldn't have it done until September. Mm. And I was already looking... <laughs> I'm like, well, we're going to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. I did, had some jobs booked. Oh, first job was with Wren Lake, uh, the civil engineers out there doing a retirement party, kind of private type stuff. And I'm like, I, I need to come up with something a little bit quicker. So when when the axe gets needs ground, I'm the kind of guy that, you know, I work harder, uh, take it by the reins. And I'm like, we're going to build this food truck. I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's how we, how we got going, yeah. So what would people recognize the food truck as? What is the name of it? The name of it is Get Smashed. And we do uh, hamburgers, french fries, try and keep it simple. Yeah. Okay. No carrots? No, no carrots <laughs> on the truck. Uh, well, it sounds re- delicious. <laughs> yeah, the reason for the smash is uh, the guy that was interested, and he's, he's the chef in it. He, okay. he had a burger. He would try it, and we'd do a soft opening. And he, you know, if you're not familiar with a smash burger, they take it very quick, very easy. They're down to about four minutes uh, a serving. They pre-make the balls, fresh burger, into their... Uh, whatever ounces they use and they're able to just throw them down on the grill and get them going and then they take a big burger just smash them out and they cook really fast and they're really good so hence the name get smashed uh, we went and got a logo used some local business cards to help us design some things like that and put the graphics on the truck and that's how came up with get smashed it's awesome yeah. and you mentioned a business partner yes and then you've also got a, a chef yes. how many employees or how many people are uh, right now it's um two partners and one of them passed away before we were able to even oh. get things going so oh. you know it was it was on um un, i guess always unplanned but it was definitely mm-hmm. unexpected yeah um he had a lot of ideas a lot of these inner working so kind of we definitely wanted to press harder with that we have two employees uh, one of them is the manager of it and then one of them runs kind of just the day-to-day the griddle and yeah. customer service really really neat characters those two guys yeah and you've been all over. How far away have you gone to provide oh, service? Definitely don't travel out of state. Most of our certification is Southern Illinois. But, I mean, we've been to um, Benton, West Frankfurt, mm-hmm. Cole, Hearst, you know, any little town in West Frankfurt. Big big thing is trying to service the people that, that can't just go out. You know, maybe they're not the finest restaurants in Hearst. Maybe there is. I don't know of them. But yeah. we can take that something different, uh, prisons, big muddy things like that where those guys and 
I don't know about state food tastes like, but I've heard that it's something different for them. Benton Hospital, Marion, of course, south of here, things like that. All pretty well local, though, is how we've kept it. And you have a lot of other irons in the fire. Can you talk to us a little bit about what else you have going on? Yeah, uh, me and a friend of mine, it's actually my wife's cousin, Mackenzie Stevenson, we started not technically a nonprofit yet. We haven't went that far, um, but... Something I found out doing the Get Smashed was the power of social media. I was, you know, we don't pay for advertising. You get somebody that's good at it and knows what they're doing. I mean, we may spend a little money on Facebook or something like that, you know, to boost a post. <laughs> but through doing that, I realized the potential there. Um, we are on Instagram, we're on TikTok, and we're on Facebook, and these are things a year ago I'd have been like, I, no, I don't see the value in it. That's not me. I'm not a not a carry a camera around in my face type guy. But you know, if you're a entrepreneur or, or want to do something well at your business, you want to get out there. You want people to know your name. You want people to understand your product and what you're trying to do. So. Being successful at that, you know, I can't sit here and tell you how many thousands of subscribers we have to get smashed, but I know it's in the thousands. I believe they told me over 5,000, if that's mm -hmm. good or not. I don't know, but I know it's helped us a lot. So Mackenzie and I were talking about, we have passion just for the outdoors. And we came up with a group called AWOL, and it was Adventures with White Oak Legends, one White Oak uh, state tree, you mm -hmm. know. So we were like, we want people to know we're from Illinois, mm -hmm. but we also don't want to be tied to anything Illinois because there's other things um, we can do throughout this time where we will travel. I'm a salmon fisherman, go out to uh, upstate New York, Canada, do things like that. That's how I kind of started in it. But the potential there for a Christian based, you know, I wanted to make sure men knew that it's okay to, to be in a duck blind and still be a Christian, still have. Uh, a godly background and have fun too because I'm a cut up I enjoy that type of stuff and we saw that McKenzie's an excellent at photography editing things like that so I'm kind of just the the front man but she's the one that makes me look good doing those kind of activities and things like that but anything we can do and that was the intent of it was to be help the community mm -hmm. uh, the, the latest thing we've done is uh she designed a t-shirt had a logo made it's for sale at dunn's support local that's that's our number one spot to go to do those kind of things and why because he helps us out you know he doesn't have to put our t-shirt in there but any proceeds we're selling go to uh reese may albright you know for that situation there and it, talk about that mm -hmm. well just a young girl she's a regular at our church here at marion first apostolic okay. and unfortunately she's 16 years old and she was um diagnosed with a brain tumor just kind of Woke up not feeling well, um, knew something severely was wrong, kind of par paralysis was my understanding of it from everything the family's told me, and needed to get some immediate attention, mm -hmm. went local and sent her to uh, St. Louis, and it was a very bleak outlook, so anything we can do to help the family, well, that's what we want to do. Okay. How could some someone who's listening or watching us, how could they reach out and we help had, her? 
we there's there's a lot of GoFundMe um, set up for it. There's a lot been a lot of benefits. I know currently there's a gun raffle, a fishing tournament. There's a lot of ways the community. I heard Goreville that with that benefit raised over fifty thousand dollars. So I mean donations. Um, you can send in donations to Marion First Apostolic at six twenty three Bentley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we look for her name again. Is yes her name? Oh, Reese May Albright. Albright. Okay. So talk about starting new business in small town. Would this have worked elsewhere? Have you lived elsewhere first of all? And and, and what yeah, you- I've lived elsewhere. Um, my background: I went to to Northern Illinois to uh, university, and then my senior year, I decided I want to get out and see a little bit more than Illinois. And I went to uh, Western State College in Colorado. Okay. Um, do I think a food truck? Well, again, visiting my sister in New York City. Yeah, food trucks are nothing new for Southern Illinois. They're fairly, they're not new anymore, but um, do I think they could have worked? Yeah, some of the, I'm glad I started in Marion because one, I've, I've made some stumbles along the way starting a new business. You know, you anything I try to try to manhandle, but if you're going to be successful, you need to put smart people around you, give you some guidance. And sometimes, though, if you're bullheaded or stubborn like me, you don't ask the right questions or don't know the questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in some some difficult situations, I guess, where things could have been easier on myself, um, mm-hmm. you know. One, if you're going to build a food truck, you should, and, and I did work with Bi-County Health and understand it, but when you get a, a pamphlet with some literature and you're trying to decipher the information, I made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you go to the Illinois State Health to get it inspected, and they're like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's more money, you mm-hmm. know, to go get it corrected or something. I already spent the money to do it the first time and then do it wrong, which is often in life. You want to get it right the first time, but... You know, sometimes the best way to gain the knowledge is through the experience of doing it. And and I made some mistakes. So, you know, looking back on it, that's something I, I, I consider myself good at. But we're all human. We all get hard on ourselves like, I can do it this way. But if you'd have just slowed down, take a little more time, I think it could be successful most places. Um, I have friends in the industry that travel uh, mm-hmm. out of state and do really well. You know, I think there's some local businesses. King's Food Service is one Mm -hmm. of them that appear to be pretty successful at what they do. So, you know, running some concession, I'm sure they do a lot of other things, too. And thanks for the community. But, yeah, I think it would work out pretty good. Cool. You you talked about a little bit of the challenges. What do you love about being a business owner and that aspect of being able to run your, your own business? And I probably have a unique approach to that answer is one is I'm more and consider myself more of a leader, right? Mm-hmm. That That's the benefit of it. I saw, I took, and I say I, I, I don't know that it was, was me, but, you know, going through some of the training, some of the different things I've done, I took a young man's passion. Mm-hmm. Did I want to run a food truck? No, I, I don't want to be a landlord. I didn't necessarily want to run a food truck, but I wanted to help somebody achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. And help them. He was very young. He was passionate about it. And I'm like, I can help you with that. You know, I can. I think we can help each other mm-hmm. with this. And we're we're able to do that. So that was that was uh, satisfying. And to me, if I can mentor or teach somebody, because now and he's a full time employee, has a full time steady job. But 
he also realizes the potential out there that like if you work hard, if you apply yourself, if you put the effort where the effort needs that he's like, I might give this a few more months and, and quit my job or something and do this full time because, you know, he realizes it's always taking that first step. You know, you're you're unnerved. Anytime you get out of out of your comfort zone, like I mentioned the the social media, that wasn't me, but when you see the potential or when somebody can help aid you along the way if you're a talented young person, mm-hmm. you can do things and that's that's what I teach my children mm-hmm. too, is is if you work hard, if you focus your energies, if you do the right things, if you go after what you want, um, you can achieve a lot of that. You know, don't let people tell you can. That's kind of the golden rule and sounds it. But at the same time, rely on yourself. You know, if you get your priorities in line and going back to the A wall with the Adventures White Oak Legends, that's our priorities. It's faith, family, right? Put God first, then our family second, and then outdoors is our last motto. So faith, family, and outdoors. That's great. Well, where'd you learn that style of leadership? Because I totally agree with you, right? Yeah. Is that a leader is about developing somebody else. You yeah. saw potential and you saw value in someone who's a little younger than you. And you're like, I want to invest in that. Not just invest in the business, but I want to invest in that guy. Exactly. Tell us about where does that come from? There's a lot of good books out there you can read. There's a lot of good authors you can listen to. And and honestly, if you're like me and feel that way, you want all of that. A good eclectic mixture of of live to lead seminars or conferences or a Maxwell or all the Dave Ramsey, things like that. You know, just kind of listening again to smart people. Another good thing is um, being in automotive manufacturing, a Japanese culture, and they put it very simple, trash or treasure. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to decipher that very quickly. Trash you need mean? to get rid of. Trash, there's not value added. Mm-hmm. Work in it. And treasures you got to take care of. You got to mentor. You got to nurture. And it's, it's talking about people and I don't think people are trash but their English isn't that great yeah. either so that <laughs> may, be the, mean, yeah. may be the best way sure. to describe mm-hmm. describe it and that's and that's what it is is you find the value is <laughs> we use the term rock star out mm-hmm. there or in life that person's just got it together they just understand it they just know what to do everybody has that potential mm-hmm. it may not be to that level or to that skill set but if you find what somebody's good at what they're passionate about what intrigues them and build that up in them they're going to be a successful yeah, person that's wonderful yeah what else do you have going on you have other consulting work do you have um, other well, projects that you work on i i have some other things in the works i'm not sure we're ready to talk about them i've been buying some real estate um there is some projects with Marion City Lake I'm involved with out there, um, building some cabins and some rental properties and different okay. things like that. Um, just uh, I'm on the, uh, I guess, payroll, let's put it that way. <laughs> but, but we got a lot. And then I've, I've purchased real estate here in southern Illinois with uh, commercial properties mm-hmm. on them to further develop them, let's put, put it that way. But, again, it's a, it's a you got to... I'm a creature of opportunity, you know. Was I planning to do this? Well, long term, possibly, and then sometimes the, the timing's right, or, or you look at it, and it's just the time to move on something like that. So I'm hoping to get some of my commercial property by the end of the year. I was going to do it, and then COVID, which 
kind of put a put a damper on it, which I'm glad, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I understand everything happens for a reason. And that happened at the right time, made me slow down, <laughs> yeah. get my bearings a little bit. Cause I was running pretty quick, trying to, to get a lot of irons in the fire and keep things moving. Yeah. Well, since you're a man of opportunity and I think mm-hmm. that's fantastic to listen to everything that you're thinking about wanting to be part of, have you seen the, the business climate kind of support that here? Mm-hmm. How so? It, it is, it's very, um, I can feel the shift. I mean, I really can. And, and honestly, you're faced with some adversity. And, you know, you're going to run into people that don't have positive outlooks like myself that prefer not to see the negative. Um, we all feel the negative sometimes. But the thing I've been challenged with is I've had, uh, not, in this, not in this great county or this great city, but I've had board members really say that's not going to work. Or city council members say it's been tried mm-hmm. and, and not proven not to work. Well, you know, I, I've got proven experience of taking things that don't work and make them successful. So, mm-hmm. again, banking on myself, um, I've, that's some adversity. But I feel in my conversation with them was 100% this. I can shop anywhere I want. I can take my money anywhere I choose to. I choose to support local I choose to buy from my neighbor. That's the kind of relationship, that's the kind of people I want to be a part of, their town, their city, their organizations. Why? That's what it's about. I get smashed. I hope it does well for my children and their children, but at the end of the day, that it, it may not be remembered. You know, the, the things we can do for the community, the outreach we can do through a food service or through a hunting club or an organization, that's what's going to live on. So I feel that shift when I, when I go into, again, I'll use Dunn Sporting Goods. It's, it's packed. You know, we could, we could go other places or when I go into Small's Meat Market, that's where I prefer to do my shopping. Is that why? I, I like, one, somebody's there to check me out, yeah. <laughs> you know, and two, there's usually not a huge line and I can get in and out and know where everything's at. You know, everybody's like, well, I'm more expensive for this or that. Well, you know, if you're a thrifty shopper, you can be a thrifty shopper anywhere. Do I agree with it? No, not necessarily. If you're going to buy a steak, steaks are expensive anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. that's the way I feel about it. But I, I do feel that, um, you know, since in the community, getting more geared towards that, that's just my opinion, of course. But I, I think I can tell the difference of one just for the customers that support us. Yeah. Jonathan, you seem like a mission-oriented guy. What would you say that your overall mission is in life? Mm, that's a good one. You know, obviously, uh, like anyone, is to be financially stable enough that I can I can impact my generations below me. That um, do I want to make my kids money? No, I want to teach them the value of where hard work can get you. And again. Uh, rely on yourself. I don't know that that's the invest. Invest in yourself. You're worth it. You know, and that's what what my future is, and that's what I want generations, not just my children. You know, what any anyone, any young person that has a desire to make an impact. That's how I got where I wanted to be. When I started, I was in a temporary surface doing manufacturing work on the line, and my goal, my mission was. I want to get to the highest level I can get. Why? So I can make the biggest impact. So I can take the time to teach 
these young entrepreneurs or young leaders, do you know, do you understand why this is important or this principle or this philosophy or do you understand the how-to to get to where you want to be? And, and that's any goal. You know, if you go into it without... I was caught off guard, but of course, I always have a, a vision with what, what do I want to do? I want to impact people through uh, community service, through having a good business, being a good corporate citizen, those kind of things, you know. Yeah. Well, we have an opportunity here to attract a lot of startup businesses, and I think that we, each of us, need to have those words of wisdom, right? When, Absolutely. When, when we've got somebody that's wanting to start, what would you say to somebody specifically about what you've learned already about starting a new business? Is there any words of wisdom that you would give? Well, kind of spoke to it already. Get, yeah. get smart people, get like-minded people. You're going to hang out with a negative person. I'm, I don't like that, you know, and that's kind of the result you get. You get with like-minded, passionate people and, and build yourself around them and and every day try to improve on that foundation, you're going to get where you want to be, as good Dr. Peterson says. Mm-hmm. The foundation of improving yourself day by day and then five years you'll be a different version of you. So that's what I tell them. We all have bad habits. We all have skeletons in our closet. We all are not perfect. But that's okay. You know, that's part of who we are. That's part of what challenges us and makes us um, who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the type of stuff that you talk about on your White Oak um, YouTube video? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Adventures with White Oak Legends, the, the acronym AWOL. It's AWOL. AWOL. And people look at that a negative terminology. If you go AWOL, usually it's from the military. You're on leave without asking. I took it to an outdoor level of when I'm, trust me, I have a lot of stress in my life. I have as much as the next person. I have four kids um, 10 years apart. Wow. Yeah, that, that's my best dad joke is I, I, all my kids were planned, but unthir- unfortunately at 35, I realized I wasn't a good pa- planner. <laughs> <laughs> so the absent without leave to me, when I'm in the outdoors, when I'm doing the passionate, the, the hobbies I love, you know, hunting is, is that something I love? Well, if you hunt like I do, you would. My kids are in the duck blind on Sunday. They enjoy it. I have some kids that do not enjoy it and do it to humor me, and I recognize that, and I understand that. But when we're all there, we can put the stress or the mundane or the day-to-day, be absent. We don't go anywhere, just a little removal from your normal setting. And then, like, that's kind of the wordplay on it. The absent without leave is you can still be present, but, you know, as long as you do something healthy, your kids aren't going to remember how much money you gave them or didn't give them or didn't have to give them or whether you've been blessed or not. It's those kind of values of you don't need it to spend time to make connections with your children, with people, with the public, with anybody. So that's kind of my philosophy on that. Is there a number one resource that maybe a small town offers you that your business you can really live without? support the, the public the community the customers that's what makes makes the business what it is um, value that you know take their, their input uh, I get criticism I ask for criticism how can we do it better how can we serve the community better how can we serve burgers better better you know those kind of simple questions and people tell you you gotta be willing to listen again you need to decipher is that valuable or not valuable 
And then if it is, how can I apply that to the next time we do it or, or, or improve upon that and build it? Some things don't get improved overnight, obviously. It takes a little bit of time to tailor it to um, something that's gonna be beneficial to the team or, or those aspects, but anything worth doing is worth working for. It's worth investing in. So uh, marriage, AWOL, extracurricular stuff, it's all work, It's but it's worth investing your time and your efforts in to be successful at it. Is there anything else you wanna include in the podcast? Do we miss anything? No, I think, I think we covered a lot you of ground quickly. really quick. Yeah. Easy podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're a communicator, first of all. I mean, I'm sure that's why you're in a management position, because you speak well. Thank you. And uh, lead. And so this was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I'll it. I'll pay you well. later for mentioning John Maxwell, live the lead, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check, check down the list. If I'm lying, I mean, it's the truth. It is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. That's awesome. Yes. And... I, like I said, I'm, I'm a believer in it. There's some things I need to get a little bit better at, but, but the uh, overall just of the principles, I mean, that's the way, you know, I don't know if we're recording or not, but I'm a godly man. And if you get your priorities aligned right, it's hard to go wrong. Don't get me wrong. We all make some mistakes, but it's easier to recover a little bit yeah. when you got them in line. Well, Jonathan, how do people get a hold of you, whether it's for the Smash Concession or AWOL? Yeah. How, how do people find you? Um, honestly, we have websites. Uh, I would tell you wrong exactly what they are, but you can go to Facebook and hit the website. Um, the button's on that to lead you to our website. Again, just like any any business is trying, we have what we call merch, you know, where you can buy T-shirts or even on the uh, Get Smashed, we have T-shirts and huggies or, or the neoprene cooler cup things and different stuff just part of part of growing at hats and, and things like that but facebook on adventures with white oak legends and then get smashed or or another good one is a uh, southern illinois street eats it's a facebook group and that's they always are very attentive to post war schedules where we're at right. where we'll be at and things like that yeah so. excellent jonathan stein soups Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, John. My pleasure. Appreciate it. My pleasure. I want to thank everyone for listening, watching our Small Town Big Business podcast, especially our sponsors for making this possible. We want to thank Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, the Black Diamond, uh, Harley-Davidson and RV, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and our producers at Union Street Arts. A special thank you to Luke O'Neill, who makes us sound and look good on all these podcasts. And we've had people ask about how can they record, maybe even here at the Citadel building, and you just reach out to Luke O'Neill at Union Street Arts. And remember to look for the Small Town Big Business episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Podbean, and Apple. Subscribing is free, and you can catch new episodes of Small Town Big Business that are released every two weeks. Thank you again for joining us. I'm your host, Allison Hassler. And I'm Russell Williams.